Welcome to Getting Coaches Paid, the podcast where coaches like you come to learn the tech, strategy, and mindset behind growing their business online. I'm your host, Patty Knott. I'm a coach and an entrepreneur who's been immersed in the world of online business and digital marketing for the past 18 years. If you're looking for best tips, tools, and strategies that will help you create marketing systems that work for your coaching business so you can focus less on finding new clients and more on serving the clients you have, you're in the right place. You ready? Welcome back, coach. So glad you're here. I have a question for you today. Would you consider your coaching business to be streamlined and organized, or does it look a bit more like Monica's secret closet from that episode of Friends? Do you know exactly where to go and how to find what you need for your business at any given moment? Are all your files identified with names that let you know exactly what they are without you having to open them? Do you have clearly defined workflows or systems for all the regular tasks that you do in your business? If we could peek behind the curtain, my guess is that most newer coaches and even those that have been around for a bit, unless Unless they have someone on their team doing it for them, we'd find the secret closet. I know mine was a hot mess. And if you had asked me, I would have said I had a pretty decent organization system. But in reality, I had files everywhere. I had some on my desktop, others in my documents or downloads folders. I had duplicates in Canva. I had very few true naming conventions for my files. And then I would have multiple versions of basically the same image, all named slightly differently. Why was I keeping the old ones? Then I also had a few things in Dropbox, which I barely use, and Google Drive, but no single system where at a moment's notice, I could locate exactly what I was looking for. And speaking of systems, I only had one true workflow documented, and that was for how I produced my weekly podcast episodes. But I'm coming out the other side and things are much more organized now. So I wanted to share in real time how I'm doing this in the hopes that I can help you get started before you need to go back and deal with the size of the mess that I had to deal with. So you might be thinking, my business is way too new to bother worrying about getting organized. And I get it. There's never a good time to start. And in all honesty, when you're starting out, most of your time does need to be dedicated to finding clients. But if you can carve out a little bit of time and implement a system from the start, it will pay off big time. So this week, I'm diving into part one of two, all about how to organize your online business in a way that works for you and that will set you up for success as you continue to grow. So today we're going to cover why you probably haven't bothered to create an organization system for your business yet, what it means to organize your business assets and why you absolutely want to do this, what you can do today to get started. And I'll let you in on the seven broad categories that I think work to categorize all of your digital assets. So let's back up. Organizing gets skipped a lot at the beginning and I get it. It's not the sexiest topic and I am totally putting my hand up, like I said before. But what I found is that most coaches are thinking a few common things and this is why they don't dedicate the time to get organized from the get-go. So one is I'll get around to organizing it later. And while this may be true, again, this is me. Once you have amassed a messy collection of files, the idea of trying to organize it can feel much like the beginning of an episode of Hoarders. Ask me how I know. Two, who knows if this business is even going to work? So why bother wasting time coming up with systems? It's true. You don't know if it's going to work, but think about how you'll show up for your business if you never have any belief that it'll work. And also, what if you just decide it's going to work because you're going to 
to keep going until it does. And yes, that may mean some pivots in what you're doing, but having everything organized will always pay off because you can move that organization system as you pivot. And the third reason that coaches often don't start the organization process is that they think they won't have much to keep track of in the beginning. But trust me, you will have so much more than you can ever imagine, and you won't be able to keep track of it without having a concrete plan for how to categorize and store it. The minute you started thinking about launching your coaching business, you probably started accumulating digital files. Think of all the images and graphics you saved or created, freebies and paid downloads, swipe files, pieces of copy you wanted to use, ideas, courses you maybe bought, all of that stuff. If you're just willing to invest a little bit of time into establishing a plan and a system for how you'll categorize and store all of these digital files, workflows, systems, and processes for your business, I promise it will save future you so much time and stress. So how did I figure out I wasn't nearly as organized as I thought? Well, a few months ago, I got a new computer and was shocked to see just how unorganized most things were and how many different places I had things. Like I said earlier, I found files everywhere and duplicates of so many things. And when I looked at everything, I did manage to find a few exceptions. And that's something we always want to do. Like, let's look for what is working. So what did I have? I had a system for organizing all of our family files. I have all of our documentation, all of our travel things, all of the kids stuff for university was all neatly organized. And then I had everything I needed for my podcast, but everything else was basically a gong show. Before we talk about how to get started organizing all of your business assets, let's break down a couple of terms. So first up, what are business assets? In the simplest of terms, an asset for your online business refers to anything that has value and can contribute to the success and growth of your business. It's like a valuable tool or resource that you possess and you can utilize to create content, generate income, and attract clients. Outside of your personal skills, your expertise, and your knowledge that's most likely stored in your brain, the rest of your business assets that will need to be categorized and stored fall into three broad categories. The first is your digital files. So individual images, documents, graphics, programs that you've purchased, workbooks, all of that sort of thing. Number two is your workflows. Whether you call them workflows or systems or processes, they are simply the steps you take to get things done in your business. And then I'm not going to tackle this one, but three is any of the physical things you have. You may still have physical books, journals, workbooks, contracts. We seem to have less and less of those nowadays. So I'm not going to talk specifically about how to organize those. Just know that, of course, you can design a parallel system for organizing the hard copy assets in your business. When we talk about getting our business organized, there is a huge difference between how we categorize and name our assets and how we create and document workflows or systems for actually getting things done like creating content, building a funnel, publishing a weekly podcast or a newsletter to our email list. And just know that any of those workflows or systems you create are actually also assets, but we're going to treat them separately. You likely have personal stuff on your computer as well. I highly recommend separating out your personal files from your business files, and then you can organize your personal files however you like. But for the remainder of this podcast, I'm going to be focused on your digital organization for your business. Most coaches will find that they can categorize everything they use in their online business into one of six broad categories. And of course, you're going to break these up into subcategories later. But if you can focus on those main six right now, it will keep everything simple. The less subcategories you have, the better. Because if you let your mind go crazy, it's going to come up with a million different little nitpicky subcategories, and then you'll be as lost as you ever were. Okay, so what are these six? 
six categories. The first I call back end, anything that's administrative or operations based. So everything that happens behind the scenes in your business that helps you run your business, anything that's not client facing. This includes things like your financials, your legal, your contracts, your privacy policy. Category two is your clients or your students. So here you would store your client onboarding workflows, worksheets you give your clients, progress trackers, notes if you keep notes from one-on-one sessions. Category three is content. And this is anything you create for your business to be used by your clients. This can be any of the courses or programs you create, video training, webinars, lead magnets, graphics, copy, and anything to be used for social media posts. Now, some of these items could arguably be stored in a subfolder of marketing as well, but I just personally like to keep all of my content together and use the subcategories to create the rest. You can choose whatever makes the most sense in your brain. Just remember, keep it simple. The fourth category is education. As a coach, you've probably invested in courses, in programs, in coaching. And with those, you have workbooks and access to online training programs. You want to keep all of that documented in one area. Category five is marketing. Obviously, this includes everything you use to market your business. So your branding, your logos, your website, your podcast, your blog, your ads, your funnels, any analytics that you're tracking. And like I mentioned before, if you choose, you could store your marketing specific content here. It's up to you. And the sixth category I use is called my parking lot. I don't know who I heard this from. It was a coach, was one of my coaches. And I loved it because it's the place where I store all of my ideas and inspiration. Again, this could probably go as a subcategory under your back end, but I'm always coming up with ideas, saving swipe files of things I want to reference. And so having it as its own category keeps it front and center. And then there's one bonus category I like to use, and that one is the archives. Basically, it's all my old crap that I don't want to get rid of quite yet. Some of it's old programs that I had developed, different versions of things. And I just want to have it all there in case I ever want to use it. And I want to tell you a little hack that I do with all my folders, whether on my email or in my Google Drive, is that I will throw a Z in front of the name of the folder so that it appears at the bottom of the list rather than showing up at the top. Because if I put archives as my folder name, it's going to be up at the top of the list. And I want to keep it down near the bottom because I won't need it as often. So I throw a Z dash in the folder name, easy peasy. And that is where I'm going to stop today. So your mission next week, should you choose to accept it, is to do these three steps. Step one is you're going to decide where to house all your digital assets for your business. One place. I would personally choose a cloud-based system like Google Drive or Dropbox because then you have access no matter where you are and you don't start creating all of those extra files on your computer again. Number two is I want you to create your file structure based on the categories we went over today. So on my Google Drive, I have seven main categories. I have backend, clients, content, marketing, parking lot, and then my archives, which is labeled Z-archives. And step three is now carve out some time to sort all of your existing files and dump them into one of those seven folders. I have two strategies for how you can tackle doing this big sort. Strategy one is to create a to-be-sorted file and dump all of your existing files in there. And this is good if you don't have a ton already, but if you already have a lot like I did, I'm a bigger fan of strategy number two, which is to tackle each existing storage spot one at a time. So carve out some time and do all of the files on your desktop and quickly just sort. Next up, you're going to look at the ones in your documents folder, on your download folder, any current things in your Google Drive that haven't been categorized. I think you get the idea. And make sure you don't get sucked into the vortex of opening everything and trying to decide or what to do with it. Just sort 
you can purge later. The strategy you're going to choose is going to depend on how many files you have and how many places they're hiding. Don't overthink this step. Just choose the approach that feels the least overwhelming to you and get started. And next week, we're going to be tackling the rest of this organization project, including how to create subcategories for all the files you've just sorted into your main folders, how to create a naming structure for your digital assets so that you'll always know exactly what they are without opening them how to create and document the workflows in your business, how to manage all of the ideas and inspiration, and how to put a system in place where you keep this organization system up to date. Okay, happy organizing coach, and we will see you right back here next week. Hey, I wanted to thank you so much for tuning into the show and listening all the way to the end. Did you know that in addition to getting your free chart, you can get a customized business strategy roadmap and even book a one-on-one human design reading with me so we can unpack all that goodness in your chart? If that's something you're interested in, head over to the links in the show notes or go to pattynot.com forward slash readings. If you have questions or a topic you'd love me to cover, shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I would love to meet you there. And if you're enjoying the show, can I ask you a favor? Can you pick up your phone, open the Apple podcast app and leave me a rating and a review? It only takes a couple of minutes. Reviews help iTunes know that this content is worth sharing, which means we can help even more people with their amazing work out into the world. See you next time.